Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host, back again, Mike Lavelle, uh, ready to get uh, get a little more sports talk. I'm sorry, I hit my knee. That, that actually hurt if you heard that. But, <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to get some sports talk. The NBA season is over, regular season, postseason, getting ready to start. I'm super excited because this is actually some NBA that I care about. Haven't seen some NBA that I care about in a while, so... <laughs> We're gonna get that started. Of course, I always got a special guest. Returning, uh, uh, returning guest, uh, my boy TJ. Man, what's going on? What's going on, Mike? Appreciate you having me back. You know, it ain't football season, but I, I gladly give my <laughs> input on basketball. You know, I like to throw the hoop, throw the ball through the hoop sometimes. <laughs> you say, I like to throw the hoop. Why you sound like your uncle Rufus? Man, because I mean, basketball not my first sport. I watch it, but like you said. Playoffs come up, you know, now you want to start watching, you want to get into it. Everybody going to pick a team. So we're going to get into it a little bit. You know, my team likes to beat up on your team occasionally. For all y'all out there, that's Boston Celtics, you know, Beantown, 17 <laughs> championships. All that's right. what we do. All right. All right. Let me cut his mic off real quick. Please Hold don't. On. Please don't. You're going to be talking to yourself. <laughs> let, me, let me snatch his Snatch his mic off. I mean, it's okay, though. As long as we get the Cavaliers up out of there, yeah, we good. Let's get the Cavaliers. Hashtag get the Cavaliers up out of here. Yeah, I think we're going to start that. We're gonna, yeah. You know what? I'm going to post that right post now. Post that now. Hashtag get the Cavaliers up out of here. All y'all listening, y'all jump on that. Help us get that trending. For real, for real. All right, so we're going we gonna to get things started, man. You know, we start off with a rant, and then we're going to talk a little NBA review. Look at the uh, um, the playoffs, and, uh, man, just have a good old conversation, man. You know how we do, man. Uh, I'll start off the rant. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I just had some wings and some cognac. <laughs> this is not going to be the blackest <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. Don't worry. Let's keep it rolling. Let's this keep it rolling. Hysterical. All right. So I have a small rant. I'm not going to make it too major. Um, I have an issue with people and playing the victim. Um, this could be in a lot of things, especially in relationships. You can't be the victim your whole life. You know why? Because a victim doesn't have power. You have attention. There's a difference. A victim doesn't have power. You have attention. Now, some people are attention. You know, uh, they like to get their attention and, and, you know, that's how they get it. They got low self-esteem, so they like to play the victim. But the more you play the victim, the more you're telling me you have no power to change your circumstances. What am what am I saying? Okay, for example, my girl Mary J, who I'm excited about her album. I like her single. Uh, she's gonna have a heartbreak album. I'm super stoked for this album. When's the last time she had one? <clears throat> An album? I don't know, man. It's hard to get past the crispy chicken zone. <laughs> okay, it's just disgusting. The Burger King song just embroiled in our brains. Hey, it was a paycheck. It, it was. Godly. Soldier sold to for some chicken. Some crispy chicken. Fresh lettuce. <laughs> three cheeses. 
and some spices. All right, all right, back to back to <laughs> back to accountability. But but you know she's doing all these interviews, and every interview she's talking about her divorce from uh, Kendu, I think his name, her ex husband. Like everything can't be this dude's fault. I'm just, I just I've been only, I've only been married for seven years, but in my experience, everything that happens in my relationship takes two. Right. Everything. Right. When you get married, you become one. When you're in a relationship, you are practicing to become one. So very rarely is things going to happen to where it's just one person's fault. This is where accountability comes in. Because when you're accountable for things, you now have the power and the understanding that you have the power to change your situation. Yeah, you can do a couple of different things. Yeah. You can either, you can either, once you know there's an issue, you can either change the situation, you can... <laughs> Stick with it and try and grind it out. Yeah. Or you can just walk away altogether. Absolutely. Like you, but you got to do something. Like you said, that victim role yeah, is becoming be played out. Whole life. You can't be a victim your whole life. I agree. I like, agree with you. You you sitting up there telling me that you, you know, some people like I love Keisha Cole. That's my crush, right? <laughs> Keisha Cole. And she did an interview. She was just talking about oh, all these dudes do me wrong. They ain't good. Like if all the dudes do you wrong, what are you attracting? Yeah, that's, that's what exactly you? what I was about to say. Yeah, what about you is attracting do you wrong dudes? Something something about you reads, oh, okay, if I come in, I can do her wrong. <clears throat> I can take advantage of her. And right. she won't stay for a little bit. Right. Yeah, you got to start to, you know, look in the mirror, self-evaluate after a while. Because accountability is going to have you do two things. It's going to say, who am I attracting and who am I blocking away from me? With uh, who I am. Yeah, because you're probably missing yeah. out on your blessings. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm saying this, this the men and women. This ain't just picking one. But be accountable for who you are and what you do, and that's how you make change happen. But if you're a victim, you're going to stay the same. Your whole life, you're going to stay the same old person. Everything bad was done to me, so I'm not going to change. I'm just going to try to find somebody different. Guess what? You're going to find the same thing. Just a different name, different time frame. It's it's like wondering why you have ants, but you keep dropping candy on the floor. Like <laughs> you keep getting ants because you dropping candy. It ain't because the ants are bothering you. They you, ain't just coming here wanting to be here. Exactly. You feeding them. You You're giving them what them. they want. You're attracting them. Right. So right. be more accountable for your actions. And you can now have the power to do more things with your life. I'm gonna tell you something. And I'm going to move on from this because we kind of, before the show, we talked about uh, K-Dot or um, um, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, Lamar talking about, you know, natural women in his last song and the song Humble. And I was just thinking, I'm like, women who are accountable for themselves don't get mad at that song because they will immediately say, he ain't talking to me or I'm proud of what I got, so I ain't bothering me. I already know those things. Right. But if you're not accountable, you're going to be bothered the by victims, it. The victims, the insecure <laughs> ones. Yeah. Like, oh, right, I'm cool with insecure. <laughs> Can you be accountable for the fact that you are insecure and not try to project that to everybody else and make it seem like everybody else doing you wrong? Nah, because when you're insecure, you're going to feel like it's other people that made you insecure. They forced you into being insecure. <gasps> they played on it. I don't know. Because there are some women I know that they can admit they're insecure and they know it's because of things that are within them. They're like, it's things about me I don't like. But see, I don't feel like that's insecure. <clears throat> I feel like you you already know what the issue is. You're just working on it. 
When you're insecure, mm. you're not you're blaming other people. You never acknowledge that it's yourself. Mm. Okay, okay. Like when that's when, a different take. That's like a different when take. You, when you're insecure, you're projecting that outwards. Like, oh, he made me this way. He he preyed on me or her in that case. Like, it's not just to women, but in this case, she's gonna put that out on other people. Mm. They they made me this way. When you start to self-correct, you start to realize, oh, okay, I got this issue. Maybe I need to self-correct it. Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. You're no longer insecure. You're in the correcting phase. You're moving away from that insecurity, and you're going to start to build that self-esteem up. You're going to start to build yourself up. Interesting. Interesting. But that's just how I feel. I, I, I never looked at it like that. I think insecure is just how you, the, the lower grade feeling of yourself. And that's not exactly an unaccountable thing. Like you can know that about yourself. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to argue that with you because you you're right. You can know that but, about yourself. But you're right. It's like once you start the correcting phase, it's kind of hard to be insecure about yourself. Right? Because you you know what the issue is. Yeah. You're just working. You're just trying to figure out how best to go about <laughs> fixing it. How to best correct that issue. And exactly. some things may not be something that you can fix overnight. It may take some time, and you may be going through this. Uh, rebuilding process you may be like oh you know what it's not you it's me i gotta figure out what it is right. about me right how i'm gonna fix this you chill just wait on me don't go nowhere y'all should see tj's hand gestures right now this Man. is hysterical <laughs> so like the brothers don't always told me you know oh you you got great gestures we got to work on the other stuff but your, your counsel on the gestures yeah you talk with your hands <laughs> so so yeah that's just my rant man just ladies not even ladies i don't want to make it late everybody, everybody. Be accountable for your actions. If you got a deadbeat baby mother, then it's something about you that attracted a deadbeat that became a mother. Right. You you chose to sleep with her unprotectedly. You should have known. You should have taken, at least you should have taken the time right. to find out who this person really was, whether it's a deadbeat mom, deadbeat dad. You should exactly. have taken the time to find out who this person was before you got to that point. Exactly. This is my point. Same way in a relationship. If the person is mistreating you, the problem is most people are so quick to jump into the bedroom, they haven't taken the time to get to know the person. And then yeah. by that time, you're dealing with all other types of consequences consequences or actions that followed that initial action. Right. Whether it be a baby, you know, you got a crazy ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend now, whatever the case might be. Just take some time to truly get to know the person, get to know yourself, and then you don't even have these issues. We're not even ranting about this. Wise words, Daniel son. Wise words. Watch, <clears throat> wax on, wax <laughs> off. Wise words. Yeah, so man, just I'm just saying, just don't don't be comfortable being the victim. Yes, you're getting the attention that you may want from it, but for how long is this gonna last? Like after a while, you gotta take the power for yourself. You gotta change things for yourself. This is period. And after a while, the people that's giving you the attention gonna realize. They wasting their time and energy, and they gonna move on to something better, and then you are gonna be stuck. Ooh. At the end of the day, you are gonna be stuck by yourself, or you are gonna be stuck with that person that you didn't want to be with in the first place. Unaccountable people are stuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> what. Next hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> unaccountable people are stuck. If y'all happen to follow me, y'all gonna see a bunch of hashtags. <laughs> like, <laughs> just know they coming from the podcast. Uh, know that you can always reach out to us at the number four H of Advantage on Twitter and Instagram, but you can also in any post or tweet, put hashtag the number four HFA. I will see it. Technology kind of works that way. Anyway, that's beside the point. All right, I'm off my rant. We're going to get to TJ's rant. 
because he just taught me something I didn't even know about the last game of the season. <laughs> but, TJ, I'll let you kick it off. Right, I, I like, didn't even know this was going on. Okay, so it's a rant that's been out there before. People have been ranting about it all season long. In the NBA, we are resting players that have no need to be rested. Case in point, season ended yesterday for some teams. The Brooklyn Nets been removed from the playoffs a long time. They were not in playoff contention. They haven't been in playoff contention for like uh, the last five years. Right, right. <laughs> Since they've been in Brooklyn, they ain't been there. But pretty much, why were the Brooklyn Nets resting their star players on the last home game of the season? I have no clue. The fans come out, they pay their money, and that's this. This is where the issue. I have the issue. People are coming out supporting these losing franchises. I know this. I'm a Raiders fan. I always take it back to the Raiders. People are coming out supporting these losing franchises, and how do you reward them? By saying, by saying we're going to sit our star players. We're going to have them come out, do the warm-up, and then we're going to wait 20, 30 minutes, maybe. I think it's an hour, really. I think that's the real time frame before the game that they have to release. They're going to sit these players. They yeah. wait an hour before the game, and then they say, hey, we're not going to play these players. Okay, there's something wrong. There's got to be, back to Mike's rant, there's got to be some accountability. Yeah. The teams have to be accountable to the fans because without these fans, you're not generating Ooh, revenue. That's an interesting one. The NBA is a business. If you don't have fans, you don't have people tuning in to watch the games because there's nobody playing that they want to see, you're losing revenue. Therefore, we're now hurting our business. And that's what these NBA teams have been doing all season. And I'm not just talking about the Nets. If there are some Net fans out there, we got Cavaliers sitting on the bench, Golden State Warriors, Pop down in San Antonio. He's notorious for yeah, sitting his fans. Yeah. But you Hawks, at least know when he's going to do it. it. Yeah. You know when he's going to do it. He said, hey, I'm going to sit him here. Next home game or next big game, they're going to play. I got to rest them. And I understand yeah. the need for rest. The need for rest is because, hey, they're playing 82 games. You want to be able to make a strong playoff push, health and all that. But yeah, the, them old them old warriors and gladiator, gladiators, and I, when I say warriors, I mean them strong, hard-nosed players the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, they played. And they went up against a lot harder competition than your LeBron James is going up against. But somehow or another, the man find himself on the bench chilling, dancing sometimes. Like, and it, it, yeah. I'm dumbfounded behind it. Like, it, it enrages me to see that people are going to pay their money, hard-earned money, you know, you saved up. Because when you certain teams come to town, they go up on the price. Yeah. I think I talked about this on the previous podcast because – um, Charles Barkley kind of kind of brought out about it. Like the the fans are the ones who lose in right. this whole thing. They're the like the 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 players still gonna get their cash. They're gonna get their money based off eighty two games. Might I add, you you ain't gonna take no pay cut. Uh, the TV deals are based off the games that are set and based off the players that right. are playing. Right. Um, it's the fans that lose, and the fans have the most reasons to be upset. Do I understand why you rest players? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I just don't like the way it's done. Right. There's got to be a better way of doing it. And what, what's my commissioner's name? Adam Silver. Adam, Adam Silver. Silver, yeah. So he needs to adopt, and I know this is far-fetched, he needs to adopt a great, great owner's personality in Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, while it didn't work, it was a bust, the XFL. Mm -hmm. If you lost, you didn't get paid. Oh, wow. <laughs> if yeah. you sit. If you for and if it's not due to injury, you just sitting and sit. You trying to get a little extra rest. I don't need to pay you. Yeah, 
Like you taking a day off. That's like right now. You, that. That's right right now. If you don't go into work, you don't get paid for that day. How is it? That's true. How is it an NBA player can come sit on the bench? Get up. Well, they make salary. Salary players. Okay, salary but like people. I said, there needs to be some changes because the fans are what's lo- the fans are the ones that are losing out. It was um, I want to say about a month ago, family saved up their money, drove all the way to San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, set, set. I mean, and they was high up in the nosebleeds because yeah. that's all they could afford with the price in, uh, influx. But for the uh, Golden State San Antonio game. Um, Golden State was on the road. Little boy was a Steph Curry fan. By the second quarter, little boy was asleep. Why? Because first quarter, yeah. he had been up there crying because right. he wasn't going to see Steph Curry. Right. So somehow or another, the Warriors found out. They worked it out where they did what they, they were going to bring him. Um, they told the family, hey, just chill here after the game. We're going to bring you to the locker room so he can meet his favorite players. Yeah, that works. But what about the other families that do that? Yeah, you true. can't do that every night to 10, 20 different families. That's so true. Like, there, Adam Silver is really going to have to be the commissioner because David Stern wouldn't allow this. Like, <laughs> yeah, David, David Stern. Stern was, uh, he was, he was definitely not into that. Matter of fact, if you missed a national televised game, like, he was finding your team. Right. He fined Popovich, I think, a couple times. Adam Silver is going to have to do his job and earn his title as commissioner. He's going to have to lay down the law, and then if the law and rules are not followed, there's going to have to be consequences for it. Because right now, all it is 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 frowned upon. We don't like it. It makes us look bad. And then what did they do after that press conference was had? The next night, they set players again. Like, oh, okay. You Mm. ain't said nothing was going to happen behind it, so we're going to keep doing it until you give us some repercussion. Um, but also too, I understand the players' uh, point from this angle. Um, last night, or well, this podcast is going to drop on Friday, so two nights ahead uh, uh, before the Indiana Pacers are playing, their key player Jeff T twisted his ankle in the final quarter for a game, like a game that was. I mean, they blew the Hawks out. Right. He didn't need to be in the game. That's a whole nother story, but. I can oh, yeah. understand players not wanting to be injured or, you know, risk injury playing in a game that may not have any real value repercussions or value. I got you. I totally agree with that, but I think there's a way to do it. I think have your players play the first quarter or something. That's what I'm about to say. How long is an NBA game? Yeah, what? So you minutes, 42 minutes, 42 like or 45 minutes, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. You can come in and play 10, 15. I think you can come in and play 10, 15 in the first quarter. Yeah. Like, I mean. I totally agree with that. Come in, play them, you know, and treat it like an all-star game. You know, if that's the case, y'all come in, y'all, you know, y'all really not defending like that because everybody knows where their ranking is when it comes to playoff status, whether Uh they going or not. Sometimes you got guys off the bench just trying to get a little play time because they may not, they may not be back in the NBA next year. Come in, play a few minutes, check out, get your standing ovation, wave to the fans, go sit down. But don't make me pay my money, and you never yeah. got him off that bench. Yeah. Like I, I totally got, agree. I got That's an issue with that. And and fans have a right to have an issue with that. Um, like I said, again, I also understand the players, but I think fans are the ones that's losing the most, so they got the they should be hurting the most. Um, that kind of leads us. We're going to talk about the NBA review um, and, and just look at the past season. Stephen A. Smith recently said um, he didn't really like this season. He gave it a D. And he said, you know, it all started with Kevin Durant leaving Golden State going – I mean, leaving OKC going to Golden State. That's beside the point because I don't like to quote Stephen A. too much on this show. We don't like to quote nobody from the four-letter network. 
But um, I thought he had a point because he was basically saying a lot of games for the NBA are already, how can I say this? Don't have value. They're, they're, they're not that important. Like we knew from the start of this. They're not blockbuster games. They're not. They're not not must-see TV. They're not must-see TV. Nobody wants to see it. You can tell the players don't even care. Right. You're right. Like, with Cleveland, we knew Cleveland's uh, goal was get to the playoffs. We knew they were going to get to the playoffs and wasn't nobody really going to compete with them other than them. Like, if they lost the playoff spot that they had this year, it was them. It wasn't anybody taking it from them. So, so. You know, don't get me wrong. I understand, and and teams like Golden State, their mojo is get to the playoffs. But what you generate is a bunch of games that don't matter. So that's why before the NBA season started, it's already about uh, we really watch games after the All Star break because that's when it starts ramping up on playoffs right. and all that. And we really watch the playoffs. Like, yeah, yeah, making more games irrelevant when you rest players. You rest players, you make more games irrelevant. And you're telling me that the games are irrelevant. But then you expect me to turn it. You still expect me to come out, pay for a ticket, or you still expect me to take time out to watch it. No, I I can do other things with my time. I can catch the highlights on the four-letter network. Right, or on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. what I do now. Okay. (laughs) Are we boycotting them? I won't even mention that they're a four-letter network after this one. Who, uh, four-letter network? Yeah. Nah, man, I don't care. Okay. I don't care nothing about them. I kind of agree with Stephen A just because the simple fact that and I know this is a dead horse that has been beaten many times in barbershops and man caves and just about anywhere sports has talked y'all were three and one oh the thunder you were three and one Mm -hmm. one game away from going on to the finals yeah for all intents and purposes, that is your team. They drafted, you know, they drafted you to Seattle. Yep. Team got so you were the face of the franchise. Yep. Now you look at the history that they have. They've only really had one good playoff run where Batman and Robin, who's who, I'll let you decide because that can be up That's for debate. Yeah. Up to we, we could spend an hour talking about that, but Batman and Robin we're both healthy to compete. So now when we get it together and we finally got a well, working two system, runs. Two yeah, two, runs. that one and this one, but when we finally get a system, you just up and you jump ship. Right. To take a lesser role because you're not the face of the team there. Ooh. You're not. You may you may outplay them boys that's already there, them Splash Brothers, but you are not the face of the team. You were the face of the team. You were the yeah. franchise in Oklahoma. And what has uh, Batman or Robin, depending on who you're talking to, done since you left? He said, oh, I really didn't need you. I didn't need you. I'm going to take over. I'm going to do it without you. So let, let, let me let me ask you this question because this is interesting. I, I, I don't even know the answer to this. Was Kevin Durant holding Russell Westbrook back? Based on this year's play, yes. Ooh. Based on this year's because without Ooh. him, just let, let's 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 break it down. How many triple doubles does he have? An amazing forty-two. Jesus okay, Christ. forty-two. So you broke you broke Oscar's record, but do you have those same triple doubles 
coming up the court and having to put the ball in KD's hand. Not at all. You're not getting the points. Again, if you got a better coach, but that's, that's beside the point. Uh, that's Go beside ahead. the point. But you, you're not getting the points. And right. That was one of your main factors well, in your triple-double. he was always getting the points, though. Nah, he was always getting the rebounds. Nah, he was getting the points. He wasn't getting the assists. Is he going to get them with KD still there? Because KD... Is he going to get that 42 with KD still there? No. No, right. So, you have to say that he was holding them back. Now, we didn't talked about Kevin Durant before in the MVP discussion. Mm-hmm. Is he going to get MVP over there in uh, Golden State? Yeah. No, because no, the first thought is Steph Curry. But you but you make that sacrifice, though. Why? KD makes that sacrifice. He doesn't want to be the MVP. He wants championship. He wants a championship. Is he Ain't getting, nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Because at the end of the day, why do we play? We play to win. Yeah. Is he guaranteed a championship at Golden State? Not guaranteed, no. Okay, was he guaranteed one in Oklahoma? No, definitely not there. Okay, so what did you trade but you, for? But you got a better chance in Golden State. <laughs> you got a better chance in Golden State. Now tell me, would you rather win one with your team or would you rather go bandwagon up? Well, I'm old school. I, I prefer I prefer. My I want to beat you, right? Yeah. Right. I prefer my own team. And, and I definitely ain't going to nobody. I was just up on 3-1. I, I got I to play you going, one more. I'm not going to anybody that beat me. Like, yeah. never. <laughs> never. Like, you beat me. I just can't play for Even if I'm at the end of my career and that's the only team that that's going to be sour for me. Like, it, it's in my face. It's a constant reminder. And what does he do? He smiles. He throws that jersey on. And he act like it's nothing. Like, yeah. now let, let's get a little deeper, a little more personal. You lost your brother behind that. Your boy not messing with you. Like I don't think he was messing with him before he left. Before right before he left. But yeah, but you lost you know, that that's your yeah. brother. That's your boy. You didn't it was an interview um at the beginning of this week. You said, uh, you know, at All Star Game, I just wanted to, you know, dap him up. Hey, how's the family? How you been? You can do that because you knew you you dogged him out. All because you chasing a championship that you may or may not get. I mean, but championship is the coup de grace. like it you lose so much of your legacy if you don't win a championship. So here's the thing. Has he got rid of old King James coming out the East yet? Because he is the end-all, be-all. As much as I dislike him, he is the end-all, be-all. He's not guaranteed one in Oakland. Nothing's guaranteed. Right. I mean, he so was go just ahead. injured. So go ahead and ball it out with your boy. It's gonna feel so much better than they're it not, will. They're not trying to. That's different. It's a different league. It's a different league. Right. He like we like. Um, how old is Kevin Durant? It's like twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. Nah, man. Kevin Durant way older than that, man. Kevin Durant got to be like twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. So oh, he got to be up there. I'm a couple years younger than Kevin Durant. We come from basically the same generation. I don't understand this mindset. This where is? I don't understand. Okay. I'm not. I'm not chasing. I'm not chasing. But I'm uh, okay, I'm gonna move off this in a second. But did you have a problem when Kevin Garnett went to the Boston Celtics? Kevin Garnett was washed at that point. They no, he wasn't. Hear me out. Hear me out. Oh, hear me out. I'm not gonna let you do that. You can't I believe me, I'm a big ticket fan. I met Kevin Garnett when I was in the seventh grade. I am a big ticket fan. Kevin Durant's twenty eight. Okay, so he's two years older than me. So yeah, we definitely should have the same mindset. But back to Kevin Garnett. The Timberwolves did not want to play pay him for his for his play. Now he gives you a lot more 
off the court and motivation, inspiration than he does on the court and scoring. That's just you. You saying he went to the Celtics after his think about climax it. of his career. He was. He was. Yeah. He was. He on, was. He was, he was on his way down. Okay, I can understand that. He was on his way down. Let's not say he went wash. Okay, that man, uh, wash. Uh, that man was I, still a beast. I, I, I will. I will retract that. You know, if Mike had cut that out, I know he's not. He's no, just I'm not gonna, cutting that out. He's just gonna not let me that get, out at all. <laughs> he's gonna get. Let me take that one. But he was already past his prime. He yeah. still. He could still give you those minutes. He could still intimidate them younger players because they grew up. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And he, he did it to a couple of them while he was in Boston. Did he help us bring it home? Oh, yes, mind you. I don't know if y'all remember at the beginning. I am a Boston Celtics fan. Did he help us bring number 17? Yeah. Yes, he did. But the Timberwolves didn't want to they didn't want to pay him. And then after he was done there, and then he bounced around a few more times, they said, oh, okay, come on back. We'll do your we'll do your welcome home tour, your retirement tour, and we'll let you go. Like he he didn't he wasn't chasing one. Think about how many times he was chasing one. He was That's chasing right. one, but he wasn't chasing one in his prime. He was trying to get one before he retired. Like he, I mean, KD did too, but I just don't like the way. KD okay, did at twenty eight, how many more years KD got? Easily Man, six, seven. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Garnett didn't have that. Like he was trying to get one. Like you said, a championship will define your legacy. You could be the okay, Charles Barkley. He he's a great player. He was yeah. a great player, but right, you ain't got nothing. You can't you can't yeah. talk. You can't, you can't talk to me. Like John Stockton. What? Like there's several players that can't talk because they Dominique just Wilson. don't have Shout it. Shout out to you, Dominique. Oh, really? Yeah, I love Dominique. Sorry, you, you got to bring it back to Atlanta, huh? You bringing it back to Boston? Don't forget, Falcons blew a. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, okay. Never mind. Okay. I don't want to get kicked okay. out of here prematurely. <laughs> we still got a little bit to talk about. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, in your prime to chase one like that, yeah. I, I, I got I take issue with it. I took issue with it when LeBron did it. Do you think do you think Westbrook is fighting the I don't wanna let me let me rephrase what I'm gonna say. Do you think Westbrook's season helps people to not do this joining up with several several stars no what what did uh what did oklahoma come in at uh six in the playoffs yeah so it just goes to show you that one person can't do it by himself you can have one more with him i'm I'm okay with superstars coming together i got an issue with the three four five the super teams Three, four, five, like I'm like, right, there's you, not enough superstars in the had, league. You normally had a front court and a back court guy that was a star. Yeah. And then the rest were supporting role players. Yeah. I understand that. I'm cool with that. If he gets a big man that can help, sure. If he like I feel like, okay, could he have gotten Boogie? If he could have got Boogie, would he have done great? Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If he could have kept Ibaka and Ibaka learned, okay, I gotta stop shooting threes, I gotta go back in the paint. Which he still hasn't learned. Go ahead. <laughs> Then yeah, You're still jacking him in Toronto. Hey, I mean, somebody got it in his head that he can shoot the three ball. He probably made a couple in practice. Like, ooh, coach, can we I mean, do that in the game? He sh- he shot his shot at Kerry Hilson and got us. So, I'm so gonna right. keep shooting too. <laughs> I'm gonna keep shooting till I lose, bro. But if he gets one more piece, yeah. But you gotta understand. I think Westbrook got that Kobe mentality. Like, yeah, but that's that's people not gonna want to come and play there and then yeah. Confined to his rules, his work ethic, how he want to do things. They're going to want to come in and switch things up. 
And that was the same reason why when Shaq left Kobe, Kobe had to thug it out with whoever they could get. Right, right. That's true. That's true. Westbrook's going to be the same way because now people starting to see it. You know, it didn't kind of play it out in the media. Oh, he's not the best player to play with. He got this attitude problem. Like, it's a bunch of stuff that really don't have nothing to do with basketball. Is Brad going to give you the points? Yes. Is he going to give you everything he got while he's yeah. on the floor? Yes. I'm I'm the type of player, all right, I'll, that's somebody I want to play with. I'm not necessarily going to want to go but play with somebody that you gonna get, jump ship just because we. Shout out to my boy Chris of Under the Influence Podcast. Uh, we'll check them out. Uh, I think on Twitter at UTI underscore podcast. Okay. I'm going to hashtag um, that one too. Um, He said loyalty is frowned upon now. So it's like as much as you we're celebrating the likes of Russell Westbrook saying, I want to win this for my team, my city. As much as we may look at Carmelo Anthony and say he, look, he wanted to win it for his team, his city, we're looking Loyal- at them like they're dumb. Loyalty to who, though? Loyalty to who is frowned upon because these teams are not necessarily loyal to their players. And it it never has been. I'm not saying be loyal to your team. I'm saying there are some players who like, man, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, uh, Carmelo could have left. My favorite player did that. Allen Iverson did not want to leave. Allen Iverson didn't want to leave. He Philly. wanted he wanted to die a 76er. Yes. And what did they do? They shipped him off. And then they shipped him off again. And then Brett ended up overseas. And Brett kept saying, if I can just get back to Philly. If I can just get back yeah. to Philly. Like, he had a loyalty there. That's, that's where your loyalty, you got to start. Can you be too loyal? You got to understand. You got to. That's do what it. I'm saying. Is are we looking at Westbrook and we're looking at Carmelo and we're looking at? Uh, um, um, I know a lot of people don't like him, Gordon Hayward, who is going to be an undrafted free agent. Uh, I mean, a uh, 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 unrestricted free agent in the offseason. Like a lot of them, like Gordon Hayward's talk about coming back to the Utah Jazz. It's like, are you? Do you? Do you stay loyal to a fault? Uh, or do you just need to play ball and you need to come up and and join with another super team and create something so that you can have a chance to compete or else you're just going to be making MVP candidate seasons with no ring? I, me personally, and I didn't grow up around several different sports. Yes, there is nothing like at the end of the year saying you the champion. Yeah. But – and this being, <laughs> it sucks because I am a Boston fan, but I am from Los Angeles. Yeah. Y'all can boo and do all that hissing and all that stuff. But if I had an opportunity to play for the Lakers, best believe I'm going to try and finish my career out in the Lakers. I'm going to run because I'm loyal. Like where, and saying the Lakers is probably a bad example. Wherever I get drafted, wherever I go, that's where I'm going to be loyal to. Like, whoever took an opportunity on me, I'm going to give you everything I got until I can't give you anymore. Oh, yeah, but you don't want to do that to the fault of your career. Like, think about think about Dominique Wilkins is Mr. Atlanta Hawk right. here in Atlanta. Right. Um, I watched him. I know how good he was. I don't care what other people say. Um, even people say Scotty Pippen was better. Okay. You should have watched the games. <laughs> he busted Scottie Pippen. Um, right. But he never won a ring. Right. And Scottie Pippen's got how many? Exactly. Right, yeah. So Back to do this. you want to damage your legacy to that point? 
to where you you're loyal. Here's like the, the city Here, loves you. Here's the thing: real fans of the sport will recognize the talent. Mm, we fan not, of a sport, not fan of a team. Right. Real, real fan. Player. Real fans of a sport will recognize the talent always. We not we not going for them people that just pop on Sports Center so that they can run to the barbershop and talk their mouth a little bit. We not talking about the fair weather fans. Yeah, only come around when team doing good. A real fan will recognize that. Hey, you didn't win nothing, but you gave it your all. That's true. You 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 know your stats is through the roof. Like Westbrook to me. Westbrook is not loyal to a fault. I understand the mentality. You want to win. You want to. You done put in all this hard work. You want to see the fruits of that labor. Yeah. You don't want to go somewhere else and say, "Okay, ride they court, ride they uh, coattails." Some players think that way. I don't, I think this landscape of the NBA is changing, and and that's oh, not the way. Without a doubt, which, which I'm just like the NBA needs to condense and cut some teams. Right, I didn't watch more WNBA games this year than the NBA. Like, wow, like, oh, right. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, man. Let's just talk a little season review, man. How did your team do? I know you're a Celtic. Y'all number one <laughs> seed. Really number one. Number no, one seed in the East. Don't mean nothing because every time LeBron's been number two, he makes it to the finals. So Well, he we, makes it to the finals anyway. Right, so. so we got some work, but I am happy about that number one. When the team, when the team came together, and mind you, I'm a big Rondo fan, so I was like, oh, man, we, we done lost all our 2008 pieces. Like, they not there. Right. Like, what are we going to do? It's, it's a rebuilding process. But Danny Ainge, we pulled it together. He pulled some pieces here and there. And we, you know, we made a nice little run last year. And now we got the number one seed. I'm definitely feeling what we can do in the playoffs. It's just a matter of executing, executing, executing. Isaiah Washington, like, or, like, yeah. like, come on now. Isaiah Thomas, like, Mr. Fourth Quarter. <laughs> Clutch, he gonna give it to you. Did you expect that out of Isaiah? I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. I but, but I knew the talent was there. I knew the talent was there. Part of that comes I, from having that chip on your shoulder from being so small. Uh, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. people take Napoleon you for granted. Complex. Yeah, that Napoleon. You, you gonna step up and you gonna outwork and outshine everybody. And that's the dog in them. That's what we need because people say all the time, "Oh yeah, the East, the East is weak when it comes to talent. Like the West has more talent. The West is harder to come out of. It's true." Without, is it? it? It's true. Is it? It is. Like, okay. I mean, okay. It's not. The West is spread out. The East is top heavy. Those last, them okay, last, okay. Those last bottom teams, they they fight for that. Okay. That can rotate in and out. Okay. So I mean, I get it. Some teams I think are overrated, but I get it. Yeah. The fact that we were able to fight through it, you know, we not we that not have good. a big team, not have big superstars. I take it. I was very proud of Isaiah Thomas, even though he's developed a bit of a rivalry with my Atlanta Hawks. But uh, he's I fun mean, to watch, man. I think that just comes with the territory of Celtic Hawk. Like, I mean, well, like, and we got a a, a point guard irritant, so yeah. all point guards hate our team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he learned from your boy Rondo, right? Like, I mean, if if you put the two next to each other, they they're very similar. Like, I can't. What I love Rondo for. That's exactly what Schroeder does. So yeah. like, I can't knock him for it. So sh- shout out to the Uh I would be remiss if I didn't revisit uh, my when we did our NBA preview and um, even the off season when when you guys got Al Horford. From oh, us. Big Al! I love Big Al. <laughs> did Big Al do what I wanted him to do? <laughs> no. 
So um, if y'all go back and y'all listen to the NBA preview, I was hyping Al up, and Mike was trying to tell me like, "Nah, chill, bro. He not going That's not what he does. That's not what he do. We didn't have him. He give you something, and that's what he gonna give you every night. Yeah. Be consistent, but don't expect no, you know, twenty and fifteen from. I'm like, nah, Al about to come here and do damage. Now Al played his role. He got the job done. And he's a part. Don't don't get me wrong. Al will improve every single team he goes on because he just does basketball. He does the unsung things. Um, um, it's the hustle. It's the hustle. Yeah. And then what I really love about him, he stretches the floor. He is not. Yeah. Al is between a four and a five. Like, like, like don't get it twisted. He can play the five. He can play the four. Yeah. But what he does is he stretches the floor. Four, when you got a true five, that five got to come out there. Yeah. And he doesn't – trust me, I played center. We not comfortable outside of that paint. <laughs> That's really Like, true. legs get shaky. You get to sweating. Like, you don't know what you're going to do. And you end up looking foolish. Al stretches the floor, and it makes – and it's a great compliment to Isaiah because yep. Isaiah then – he fills he that space. Slashes, he drives yeah. right in there. And now we going back with two more points on the board. Excellent passer. Um, um, like I said, I, I will always have love for Al Horford. Um, but Al Horford is 15, 7, and 3. 15 points. That's the same numbers he Seven gave rebounds, <laughs> three assists, uh, one block. Right. May, maybe one steal. Oh, man. So I thought we was about to get a shot blocker, a real, real shot no. blocker. I think maybe in the no. 82 games, I've seen like maybe three highlights of him blocking the ball. But like he, get, he gets some blocks here and yeah. there, but like I thought we was about to have a real rim protector. No. Nah. <laughs> People but, don't come in there and dunk on them. I give them that. But, but at the same time, I'm not mad at you Celtics fans because when you first of all, when you get a free agent and a big one at that, you get excited. Oh, without a doubt. Um just a lot of Boston fans was like, Y'all didn't use them right. And that's when I was like, Ah, <laughs> you gonna learn. <laughs> like, you're gonna learn. Oh yeah, we 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 definitely we had to swallow a little humble pie on that one. But Man, Man, they trying to get Al up out of here. I done seen the tweets. <laughs> Celtics Nation is not happy. But see that again, we but talk he about does so much for that team though. We talk about fair weather fans. Yeah. We talk about fans that they're used to big men just coming in and dominating. That's not like you said, that's not what he's gonna that's do. You gotta, you gotta be able to accept that and see that without him, we're not the number one seed that we are right now. I totally agree. I totally agree. You then have somebody collapse. You got people collapsing on Isaiah, and that that eliminates a lot yeah. of points. That eliminates a lot of offense. And we're looking yeah. at maybe a fourth or fifth seed now instead of a one seed. It's just funny because so many people, Atlanta's the la- laughing stock because we just stuck. We ain't winning no championships, <laughs> especially hey, in basketball. Y'all was close in football this year. We were close. Y'all was close. We're gonna get. We're gonna, we gonna just keep rebuilding. We gonna cause see now I live in Atlanta. So while I got my teams, all my secondary teams are these Atlanta teams. I'm tired of taking flack. I've been here five years. Y'all gonna have to start to pick it up. <laughs> um, but but I say that to say like, you know, Atlanta teams take a lot of flack. I remember saying Atlanta just not tough. They can't rebound. Fix rebounding in one year. In one year. And it's not a, it's not necessarily me knocking Al Horford, but I'm saying we kept saying what was the issue. He just didn't fit our system. He didn't fit what y'all needed. He fit our system. We needed a rebounder. Right. That's we what I'm wanted, saying. We wanted him to play power forward with Dwight Howard. Y'all offered him mm. more money. We lost him. 
I, I don't know about that Dwight character. Like, oh, the one that pushed Al Horford. Hey, he hey, 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 hey. He he may have pushed Al Horford, but he did not want no problems. He pushed him and walked away. When you seven feet tall, go ahead, like let's throw some hands, bro. Like, go ahead and do it. Al Horford got held back by our point guard. Okay, <laughs> so who you holding back? The person that's gonna do more damage, or the person that's gonna get beat up? Man, you normally hold you normally hold, hold him he back. He let the a person. point guard hold him back. Point guard not holding me back. <laughs> he not holding me back. He yeah. not holding me back. Okay, so maybe I didn't want to fight. That's smart. Look, I wish I could see the the hey, face I'm doing right now. You know that meme where he he pointed <laughs> to his head, pointed to his head. Like, yeah, yeah he's smart. that's smart. But the white, I, um, this is bias on my part because I'm not a fan of. I was a fan of Shaq. To see the white yeah. go to L.A., you're the next big man in yeah, a long yeah, totally line agree. of big men. And he didn't take the position and run True. with it. True. Like you you had everything. Kobe on his way out in a couple more years. True. This can be your team. And what did white do? He wasn't ready for it. He was immature. He's, st- he's still not ready for it. Yeah. You went to Houston and did the same thing. Like you got a little you got a little better. Houston's was, a little different. That, was, that, was a, that was a doo-doo show. <laughs> That was that was bad. That was bad. He said doo doo. That's bad, man. It but, wasn't good over there. But okay. I, I equate it to this. And forgive me if I get a little off topic here. When you in school, you had them real smart students that don't, you know, they don't succeed. They uh-huh. you know, they getting C's and D's. Uh-huh. Teacher, well, if you're not challenged, why are you not getting A's? Why he couldn't shine in that bad spot? Good point. Good point. Like, That's go ahead, a very good point. Put the effort in but to think, shine so that then now people are talking about, oh, well, it wasn't the white that was the issue. It was the people around him. Let's go ahead and give him the money he worth. People seem to say, oh, yeah, the white was in bad situations. No, the white just, he wasn't caring. He wasn't doing what he needed to do. And for all these years. I mean, the, the Houston situation was a little. But before we even got ragged. to Houston. But so before then, he was in Orlando, and yeah. then you did the same thing in L.A. And he then wasn't that, ready. He was immature. And then that forced you to end up in Houston the whole time you avoiding Atlanta. They want you to come home. They say, he did. come on yeah. back. We'll he, welcome he you with open arms. And now, where else you got to go? Where, who else wants you? Because now you label bad. You're a bad seed. They feel I like because this year he... He's starting to correct that, but yeah. before Good before coach, that, you know. before that, he was labeled a bad seed. Then nobody want to be bothered with him, so it was That's like, true. okay, let's go on to Atlanta, give it one last hoorah, see what we can do. He's starting to pick it back up. People starting to say, okay, he still got a little left in the tank. He can do something with it, but he could have been doing that in a premier market. That's true. That's like, true. You, That's you, true. You missed your opportunity, and that not, I'm not knocking Atlanta. But Atlanta is not the market that the Los Angeles Lakers are. No, not at all. So you missed your golden opportunity yeah. to then follow a long line of succession of big men. Big men that are multiple champions. Yeah. Big men that are future Hall of Famers or Hall of Famers. I mean, you could very well could have had one of them bronze statues out there in front of the Lakers, in front of the Staples Center yeah, if but you he put in the work. His mind wasn't there. I get it. I get it. So like I said, I, I ain't too much feeling the white. You know, I saw one of the stat lines in the year. He was in the game for like 27 minutes, had three reba- three rebounds and one point. That from this year? Yeah, that was this year. That was oh. this year. I was like, that's oh. shocking because he was ranked sixth in rebounding this year. And it may have just it may have just been an off game <laughs> for him. Let me tell you something. As an Atlanta Hawk fan, for years we struggled with rebounding. 
uh, Josh Smith, he gave us as much as he could rebounding. He also gave you a lot of three-pointers. Yeah, that was a <laughs> So when Dwight first got here, we would see him grab offensive rebounds. Do happy. you understand? As a Hawk fan, I hadn't seen that in years. I mean, you know as a Celtic fan, y'all don't see it now. <laughs> I I was like, wow, an offensive rebound and a putback. That's what why we is make this? a lot of our shots because we know nobody's going <laughs> to rebound. But, yeah, I, I, I can understand so, um, He's giving you something you haven't had, yeah. so you're going you're gonna to rock with him. But for me personally, I just felt like he he wasted an opportunity that yeah. would have been really beneficial for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me say this about our Hawks, and then we're going to get get a little deeper into the review uh, of the NBA season. A lot of people describe my Hawks as a middling team, like that team that's stuck in the middle. In my opinion, they used to be. Right. I don't think they are anymore. And to me, the definition of a middling team is a team that thinks they can compete. They are ready to compete. They are ready to try to challenge to get to the finals. And they are unable to do it. So they come back the next year with the same team and do it again. You know who that is? Who? Los Angeles Clippers. Yes! Ding, 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 ding. Los Angeles Clippers. It is the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, my goodness. Yes! But go ahead. Go ahead with your Hawks. Thank you (laughs) for reading my mind. That is the definition of a middling team. Yeah, when you when you look up middling team, when it was when it was Al Horford, Joe Johnson, Josh Smith, that little circle, and we kept on, kept on, kept on. That was middling. Now, for the first time, you got to realize there's no Jeff T, there's no Kyle Korver, there's no Al Horford. That's been a long time without those people. Hold on, before you keep going, why did we give Kyle Korver? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, okay. For the for the pure basketball people, it was explained very well when it said the introduction of Dwight changed the way we play defense. You notice with Al Horford now, Al Horford can go out to the edge of the perimeter and on ball defend. Right. All right. So switching yeah, Dwight's not coming out there. Dwight can't do that. So now you have to switch and move with four players versus five and before. that kind of limits Kyle. It limits Kyle because now Kyle has to play more strong on-ball defense, which he's not good at. Okay. Because so I, I, I was so, so disgusted when that came across my ticker. I'm like, so we're helping LeBron now? Like, we just <laughs> like we just going to gift him? He say, I need, more star- I need more help. And team say, well, okay, you can have him. You can have this yeah. player. Like, I, I, I think we also did Kyle a favor. And it was weird because Kyle didn't want to go to Cleveland. It was weird. He was like. Remember that loyalty thing we talk about? All the hard work you yeah. put in. You want to be He rewarded. wanted to be here. You want to be where, you, where you're appreciated, where you love. Not yeah. just understand it's a business, but at the same time, you don't want to just be sold around like a commodity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is. But for my people that feel like Atlanta's stuck in the middle. This team has made changes, tried to grow together. They have the cap room, the flexibility. They are not stuck. Now, next year, this offseason is pivotal. Whether or not we pay Paul Millsap is going to have a lot to do with whether or not we're going back to being a middling team, which I love Paul Millsap. Okay. But you get what I'm saying? Like, we just – that. We're not a middling team anymore. We haven't been since Coach Bud has been here. Right. Whenever a player wants to move on, we let them move on. They end up don't they do less than when they were here. Except for Al. Al went from nothing to <laughs> He's doing the same. Zero to hero, baby. No, you didn't watch him. Same. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so so that's just my quick rant, man. They're not a middling team. I think their arrows pointed up, but they're not as good as um they're not as good as their position in the NBA would seem. Okay. They're just not that good. I, and I'm not just gonna let you disrespect my four slash five like that. I guarantee it. I was gonna hit a series winning shot. Oh, I believe it be, that. Whether it be first series, second it. second round, play uh yeah. Eastern Conference Final. It might even be the uh, championship game. When He's also out. going to give you a 10.5 rebound, five assist game. Sir, get sir. ready. Get ready. Okay. Watch. What, what is the white going to give you? Much of nothing. You're going to give me double digits rebounds and double digits on the bench and block shots. <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. All right, man. So, um, real quick, man, who's your MVP? Oh, that's simple. It's Russ. Yeah. Without, without a doubt. Just the. To lose that caliber of player and still have a personal seat because it's the did, most valuable yeah. player to a team. It's not the most – it's, it's not, not the, the player that helps them win the most games. It's the most the most valuable player to their individual team. But you have to count in wins. You, you have do to have win. to count in wins, but without Russ, are we even looking at the Oklahoma City Thunder no, in the not playoffs? No, not at all. I mean, they, with him, they made the sixth seed, but – that's I mean that's two seeds away from elimination. Like that's true. That's true. Without Russ, you not you not having those you not having this conversation. And then we're talking about forty two triple doubles. Like the man you, the man at some point said, Okay, I'm not only gonna help the team get to where we can compete still, I'm gonna set this personal record as well. To me, I feel like it's it's easily Russ. If it's not Russ, it's Isaiah. No, it's James Harden. Stop playing. Mr. F- All right. I, I say that to I'm, I'm I, after tell, podcast. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to tell you the best thing about James Harden. His coach. His coach. I have a hard. What's, what's my boy's name? Um. Why is why 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 am I forgetting the coach's name real quick? Uh, but anyway, I look, my phone died, we, so. we know this coach is not known for defense. He's known for running the court. Dan Tony. No. Yeah, Dan Tony. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So he's not known for defense, runs the court, and he's also known for Jay- getting fired a lot. But all that's right. true. But James Harden is 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 I mean acting a monkey in this system, and he got the wins with it. Okay, I will counter that with basketball is what it's what a sport, it? right? Yeah, is it a one way sport or a two way sport? Two way. So you got to play offense. I'm not. I'm not negating that. And defense. I'm not negating that. When you can't be MVP, but when, his offense is so good, he got over 50 wins. You can't be MVP, and your man's inbounding the ball, and you standing there looking at him as he go and lay it up. Like you, you can't. And this, That's true. this is not just this is not just a once in a while thing. It's every night, bro. Somebody just That's disrespecting true. you because you refuse to play defense. But he his, like Josh Smith. But would you ever give Josh, if Josh Smith was making all them shots? Would you give him MVP knowing he don't play no? Or I'm sorry, forgive me, forgive me, my shooting big man, Carmelo. Carmelo making all them shots, but he not playing defense because we know Carmelo don't play no defense. Carmelo yeah. get get the Knicks to 50 wins, and he putting up the numbers that James Harden putting up, but he not playing defense. You got to do both. That's part of the reason why LeBron James is always no. in the conversation because he does both. You don't have to do both. So, so we, we so want on. you I to can, do both. I can score. I can score. Call a timeout. 
go sit on the bench, let somebody come in for me and play defense? Yeah. No, you can't. If you put up the numbers, like, who's giving MVP? Is it me, you? Is the fans? Do we got to vote? Nah. Do the players got to vote? No. Nah. Do the coaches got to vote? No. Nah. Who got to vote? Sports writers. Sports writers. What do sports writers love? Stats. stats. So if you put the but stats. But here's the thing. Russell Westbrook giving you the stats on defense, too. He coming That's down. True. He coming down. Yacking hey, the hey, ball hey. out your hand. I'm not saying that Westbrook ain't going to win it. I'm a West, I think Westbrook can win it. I'm just saying I understand why some people will go James Harden's way. The only person that's going James Harden's way is James Harden. <laughs> like, James Harden, let her talk about James Harden. No, nah, that whole team going James Harden's okay, way. Okay, yeah. His they te- got over 50 wins. That's his team. That's his them his mans. Over, like, they supposed to. Over 50 wins. Okay. Do you know who he playing Hold with? Hold on. Hold on. Eric Hold on. Gordon. Hold on. <laughs> Westbrook got 47. He, two win, he three wins short. Of 50? Of 50. And he did it really by himself. James no, Harden no, doing it by himself too. On. He got the coach though. He got the coach for the system. Westbrook is just coming up the court doing it. But Harden, Harden got. Did you see my man uh, hit the uh, the fort like thirty five foot shot at the buzzer the other night? Oh yeah, he's a bad man. Right, he's just doing. That's it. my MVP. He's just doing. I'm it. I'm like, telling you, J- James Harden's gonna get. You votes. know why you talking about James Harden? Because I said Isaiah. That's the only reason. No, no, that's no, the only no. reason you talking about no. James Harden. James Harden is gonna get votes. So and it's because right. it's of not, his it's, record. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be um, unanimous. It's yeah, not, not gonna no, be no, no, not because at all. the seasons they're having. You, if you're, if it you ain't Steph it, season. Well, nah, Steph the only unanimous. It ain't Steph season, Bruh, It's not Steph season. <laughs> like you got to have a Steph season. That ain't Steph season. But there are really good seasons, and I'm excited for it. I just think I, that I'm, I'm ready for the matchup because yeah, they're playing each other. Not 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 only for the seasons that they're having, just. The fact that at one point that was that man's backup. Yeah, he said, "All right, I can, I can do what you're doing." Oh, can we pause for a second? Yes, sir. The Oklahoma City Thunder had three contending MVPs on one team at one point, and they had Kendrick Perkins. Shout out to the OG oh god. Soldier. Okay, all right, all right, stop. All right. All right. You know I was going to do right. it. Bro, I, can, I can throw the Celtics in any conversation. I can throw the Raiders in any conversation. <laughs> All you do, you lob it up, I throw it down. Like <laughs> Kevin Durant and Westbrook in the All-Star game. You just, I mean, you, you throw it up there relentlessly. Oh, and I just, I'm, I'm a rim wrecker. So, so when, when, when I look at these, you know what? Let's go into the matchups. Okay. All right. So, so for the Western Conference, let's go on the pat uh, the matchups. I'm gonna go ahead and say this now. Uh, I'm a basketball watcher, but primarily Celtics. So if I sound like I'm talking out the side of my neck for this Western Conference, forgive me. Like I'm not as versed with them, but okay, I'm gonna try anyway. Listen, we'll <laughs> all right. So for this upcoming playoffs, which I actually think we got a slate of good games this first round, it might be a really interesting first round. Okay. All right, so in the Western Conference, the one seed versus eight seeds, the Warriors versus Portland. Who winning? Warriors. Okay, of Easy. course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, if the Warriors lose, like, we got some real issues. Kevin Durant, he talking about moving again because isn't he a uh, – is he a restricted free agent at the end of this? He, he, he's something. He's I some, don't know. He's something, but let, let the Warriors lose first round. Let the Warriors not win the championship. We might be looking at Kevin Durant making another decision. Right. All right. Um, Warriors, that's easy. I mean, yeah. there's no explanation for that. And and let me say this about Dame Lillard. I've spoken about Dame Lillard on this show. I really like Dame Lillard. 
But what Dame Lillard does is so irrelevant to his team sometimes that it hurts him. Like, so for example, if Isaiah Thomas scores 53 points in a game, are y'all winning? 53? Yeah. It would be nice, but I need some other pieces to. No, 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 no. Bump that. If, if Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas busts 53 points oh, yeah. one day, are the Boston Celtics winning? Best believe it. That's a dub. If if LeBron James drops 53, are the Cavaliers winning? Without a doubt. If Dame Lillard drops 53, <laughs> do you know if they win it? It's weird. You don't know. I can know. flip a coin and give you 50-50. Exactly. That's my point. Well, hold on, because Devin Brooker dropped 70 on us, and they still lost. So like, they still lost. Like, I mean, sometimes the numbers can be empty. Right. Sometimes for Dame Lillard, I feel like. Is he getting a lot of garbage time points? No. Dame Lillard's a beast. So he, he's out there working. He just really has Listen, no support. No, he's got he's got good players. I don't think Dame's the type of player to make other people better. Okay, so he makes himself better. It's, it's one of those. That's you, my personal opinion. I, and, hey, I mean, you, you're you entitled mean, to it. Y'all can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but I, that's my personal opinion is that Dame Lillard doesn't make everybody else around him better. Okay. He makes he does he, what he does. He does what he does. And he, he does, does it well. amazingly. Okay, yeah. I got you. But, yeah, I, I keep telling people that. That man can go score 60 points, and you don't know if you won or lost. That's, that's bad. Paul Mills has scored 60 points. I don't need to look at this. <laughs> we won. I know we won. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so um, Clippers versus the Utah Jazz. This is close to what people would like to think. I'm telling you. <laughs> this game this is probably going to seven. Like, ooh, I don't know about that. Why not? I have a I, – I don't know if Utah Jazz is ready. Have the Clippers proved themselves ready? Dockman, no. Dockman stuck since he left Boston. Oh, this team is the definition of stuck. Like, they, you know, they robbed the Lakers uh, Chris Paul, and they thought, okay, Chris Paul, uh, what was it? Um, Lob City. We don't even hear that no more. Like, they are stuck in the middle. This will probably go to seven. But I will give it to the Clippers just on, you know, Chris Paul being able to command his troops and get the get the job done. I want to look at their roster real quick. Let me look at Utah's roster. Let me let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Cause their roster would tell me whether or not they can really match up with the Clippers. Cause Chris Paul is fully healthy now. Will that last through the whole playoffs? I don't know. <laughs> Will Blake Griffin not punch another employee? Oh, this team is deep, man. Utah Jazz. You're talking about George Hill, Shelvin Mack, uh, Joe Johnson off the bench, Rodney Hood, Derek Favors, Gordon Hayward, Rudy Gobert. Man, that's a tough team. Alec Burks. It's a tough team. Tough team. Trey Lyles. Um... I'm gonna tell you, I'm going jazz. Really? But in how many games? I don't even think they're ready. And so, is it still gonna go seven? If Utah wins, then it's definitely going seven. If if Clippers win, it's because the Clippers turn it up and play to their potential, and they take it out in five. So you expect the Clippers to hit a light switch? Now, my whole my whole my whole playing career, coach tell you, it's not a light switch. Yeah, of it's course. not a light switch. You can't just turn it off, turn it on. As much as I would love to see them be successful, because right now they're the big brother in L.A. You know, Lakers they stinking are. it up. But they can't get past 
where they need to get past. Like, sure. is is every year is where like okay they look good, they throw some nice lobs. We want to see Chris Paul do well, and then I at mean, the end of the day, we start hacking Jordan and he missing his free throws and Doc make a bad call. Like, hey, can we start to call out Blake Griffin for his defense? Okay. Nah, they're not gonna do that yet. We need we need more from him defensively. That that team needs more from him defensively. They need more from him. Period. You are okay. You are the franchise player. Are you? I, yes. I Is he that. still the franchise player? And see, that's the thing. That's that's the issue. We really can't say you are. I don't know. You if were he the is. franchise player. We bought Chris Paul in to compliment you, and now Chris Paul is. Chris Essentially, Paul. the franchise player, he's, but he's always been the franchise. Player. But now he, you know, we we worried about if he gonna stay healthy. All right, man. Clippers, Jazz, Who Clippers, Clippers, Clippers in seven. You going Clippers in seven? Or no, Clippers in six. Clippers, Clippers in six. six. I think that's fair. All right, I'm rooting for the Jazz, but I'm gonna write down the Clippers. Uh, the Rockets versus the Thunder. This is gonna be a great one. Rockets, Thunder. Who? Wins. James Harden versus Russell Westbrook. Who wins? And out of seven games, that's the that's the difficult because I feel like Russell on sure will alone will win two three games. What Russell got two in them, right? But James can get the pieces to complement him to work a little better than Russell can. Mm-hmm. I want to see Russ win. I I, I really do. I do too. I do but too. I really feel like it's going to be the Rockets. And I, and I think that because this, I, this I, is going to be interesting. This I'd love to see Russ win, go up against the Warriors. Yeah, figure out a way to torch them and be like, well, it's a oh that'll be crazy, right? Like, but I really feel like it'll be Rockets and Rockets and five. Rockets and five. Okay, I'm going to Rockets for one reason only. I think the Rockets can remove. Two of Golden, I mean Oklahoma City's best players, just by the way they play. Stephen Adams can't keep up, right? In his canter, like he can play center, but you can't. <laughs> but one of their best lineups is when they're both out there together, right? I I don't know how effective that is. So how that coach pulls that off, if he can do it. I give Oklahoma City a chance, but right now I'm going Rockets. We'll know after the first two games if, the, and then. By that point, if they haven't made the adjustments, James Harden will, you know, he'll kind of smell the blood in the water and go for Ooh, the kill. I also don't trust D'Antoni in the playoffs. <laughs> God. Um, you say so you're telling me your whole decision will change based on that coach? Cause that's yeah, that. I'm, I'm taking the thunder. I'm taking the thunder. I'm taking the thunder. I can't trust D'Antoni in the playoffs. I got a question for you. A little off topic. Would you rather have D'Antoni or Mike Brown? D'Antoni. All right, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> um, I'm taking I'm taking Thunder. You taking Rockets? Yeah, I'm gonna take Rockets. All right. Spurs versus Grizzlies. All right, that's too easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, we, 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 we'll I mean, move on. Spurs. Kawhi, like, uh, can we call them the San Antonio uh, Kawhis? Man, I, I wouldn't mind it because that boy is acting a monkey. And then he just, and then he just, he chill down. It, it, what it, what it is? He's so quiet. He's so reserved. But he, he humble. Oh my god! But he's a beast on that court, right? Beast, like, beast. All right, so we got the Warriors, Clippers, Thunder, and the Spurs advancing. And y'all make which sure would give us a Warriors Clippers matchup, really, and will give us a Thunder. Or Rockets Spurs matchup. Mm. 
it's gonna be Warriors and Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're gonna pretty much. Uh, but y'all make sure y'all, you know, y'all chime in and y'all different yeah. outlets and let us know who y'all pick. If y'all agree with us, if y'all rocking the other way, you know, use the hashtag because I'm sure Mike would appreciate that. Hashtag number four HFA. Uh, I will see it. All right, man. Easter Conference number one. Uh, in the division, Celtics versus the Bulls. Boston running the table. Oh, all right, let's take this one series at a time. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping the gun a little. Yeah, bit. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Boston and six. I have no problem with that. I actually think Boston and five. Uh, I, I, only reason I only reason I throw that six out there. Not that I don't have faith in my team, but you got to understand the Wayne Wade is back. You know, he he's got a, he's a whole nother beast. And he's been playing like Batman. You know, that's what they used to call him. In the they just don't have enough. They don't have enough for this team. I mean, I don't see them. I don't see them beating us, but I do see them figuring out a way to rally because Chicago has done that to Boston mm. over the course of the last couple of years. They figure out a way to they 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 control them for a game, and then the other game they they just they get yeah, washed. I think I think a lot of it, like I said, it depends on home field advantage. Home. Uh, court advantage, home well, home field advantage. Yeah. Of course, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but everything depends on that. So you, you got to play five? Boston too, right? All right. Then you go to Chicago. You're splitting that at most, right? At best, at best. I feel and then like you got to come back to Boston. It's I, I don't see you. I don't see the Bulls being one game. You in, don't see you don't see Boston. Butler and Wade and Rondo figuring it out in the Garden. In Rond- the garden. Rondo can Rondo can do that. Rondo can do it. He's adjusted to it, and I feel like I, Dwayne I, is veteran. No. Being that veteran, being that that player, you got to be able to adjust and then get those younger players to adjust with you. That may be true, but I just don't. But either way, either we, way, either we both way, got Boston. Remember, Celtics running the table. Uh, yeah, we're taking one series, one series at a time. time. But one Celtics running—that's the next hashtag, everybody. Celtics nah, running. No, that's table. not a hashtag. We're gonna X that out. You don't want me to do that? No, nah, we ain't gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wait till one. I get home to do it. Uh, I ain't gonna spend too much time on this. Wizards versus the Hawks, the four versus the five seed. Mm-hmm. Who you got coming out of here? John Wall is nasty. John Wall is is actually figuring his life out finally. <laughs> um, finally, of course, I'm I'm gonna give it. Hold to on, the- let me say, it, there was an article out that said John Wall's straight line speed is could take the Wizards all the way to the finals. How stupid can you? Wait, be? hold on, hold on. Okay, How dumb. <laughs> Who wrote that article? I don't even remember. I, I moved past it. Shout out <laughs> my boy Brandon. He he laughed with me. I was like, "This is dumb. This yeah. is the dumbest junk I ever seen." Like this boy ain't been fast since he came in the league. Has nothing to do with it. anyway, man. Let's move okay. On. All right, Wizards Hawks. I got the Hawks, and I got the Hawks in five. Interesting. That's. Yeah, no, I got Wizards. Um, I would love to see the Hawks and the way the Hawks have been playing lately. And that's why I say that. The way they've been playing lately, they seem like they got the pieces, they got healthy. it together. They're healthy. And they're healthy. They wanna they wanna make up for who was it, Cephalosha breaking his leg last year? Yeah. Like they they've got the pieces, they're healthy, and the way they've been playing lately, they got a little swagger chip on their shoulder. Inconsistent. They're so inconsistent. So, okay, you got the Wizards and how many? Oh, it's going seven. This this matchup is going seven. Seven. This matchup is going seven. No matter which which way. It's going seven. 
not not just because of like first of all who's the four let me give respect it's, it's the wizards yeah that's by alone okay, okay. like it ain't even close the let me not disrespect the wizards the wizards have made great strides this year atlanta has the coaching and the deeper bench but when it comes down to our biggest weakness which is three-point defense the wizards have been on fire since the all-star break we're gonna struggle against that i i ain't worried about john wall i'm worried about bradley bill <laughs> i know people don't know his name bradley <laughs> bill that's who i'm worried about i'm not worried about john wall i think dennis Schroeder's is gonna irritate john wall <laughs> and see and john okay. wall's gonna throw up a gang sign and get kicked out maybe <laughs> Hopefully not. I mean, we try and leave those things outside. I don't know, but I got Wizards. You got the Hawks. I'm just I'm I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm hometown being in Atlanta. I'm just yeah. gonna I'll always throw I'm gonna always throw my hat in for them just just out of sheer support. But I feel like like you said, you got shorter that irritant. He can move around. I mean, he's gonna be undersized, but he can move around and irritate. Yeah multiple positions that's just what that's what an irritant does and i also don't think that the wizards home court advantage means anything but you say in seven my my issue is what i've been told what i've read in interviews during playoffs that 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 rim it seems smaller yeah, and you, it seems smaller from the three point ball but if you've been on fire yeah, they say it looks fire. it looks bigger so it's kind of after the first game is when I really know. We're talking about if if Atlanta comes out and plays the defense that they have since the All Star break, which they have been the top in defensive rating since the All Star break. It's going to be difficult for the Wizards to win. I just have not seen it consistently from my team. I just haven't seen it. It w- it will completely depend on how our role players jump in and and do what they're supposed to do. I think that's going to probably be our – that's going to go seven. All right, let's go to the next uh, round. Raptors, Bucks. Mm. The Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> the Greek freak. Um, I like the Raptors, to be really honest. I like the Raptors, too. Like, I, and I, I love the Bucks. I'm rooting for the Bucks. Right, but, I, but truth be told, the Raptors are – the Raptors are due. Like they they were missing a piece last year. They they went up against LeBron. What could you do? You know, it's just you know sometimes you're in LeBron's division bracket again. Right, like that, that's the issue. It's gonna be. It's not your first round person. It's the next one. Um, but yeah, it, it's Raptors. I'm I, going Raptors too. I, I, I like lo- to see the Greek freak, but it's not just it's not his time just yet. Well, he needs help. Right. Um, and and one of his biggest helpers who was having an amazing season, Jabari Parker, he went down. And Chris Middleton is just now coming back from a long injury. I just, I just, it's Raptors. It's Raptors. They it's don't have the they don't have the health right now. Yeah, like, they don't have the health. The or health. the pieces. Yeah. But you get what you what you, what you have been seeing is you've been seeing. The few, you've been seeing flashes of the future of the NBA. Oh my God, Tony like, Giannis. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, this boy here. Like that man prepared. can hero step from the three point <laughs> line. <laughs> Just like be prepared to make that a household name. Like right now, I can't say it. 
everybody say the Greek freak, but pretty yeah. soon you're gonna be able to say it just like Giannis and Tentacumpu. Right. Yeah. Pretty soon. <laughs> just wait. Oh man, I wanted him in Atlanta. I remember that draft. Anyway, let's move on. Cavs Pacers. Cavs have been struggling. They lost four in a row. Oh, let's let's go with the Pacers. <laughs> let's go with the Pacers. Like LeBron's not gonna flip the switch and just. Uh, they gonna yeah. Uh, it's 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 gonna be a massacre. Listen, if you're worried about the Cavs and that four game winning streak, don't be losing streak. Yeah, yeah, that losing streak. Don't don't be that. It's the Cavs. Right. It's LeBron. But speaking of LeBron, because we haven't touched it, did you see? Like I, I replayed it. I watched it. What live, was that? Then I replayed it. Then I called my mom, my sister, my brother. I called everybody in there, and I rewound about ten minutes, let mm-hmm. them see everything. LeBron fell out the other night. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. It was it was like sweet, sweet <laughs> music to my ears. Seeing him go up because I was counting his fouls, and I'm like, you telling me he got three fouls in a matter of like six minutes? Like I yes, watched him go up, not touch him, turn to the ref. What did I well, do? Well, he um they they went back. You know how they put out they come out with that three minute report. They actually said that he indeed did foul him before Be- when the camera was looking at it. Before, but I mean, was, I feel like I, what whistle. I really feel like that was is they was um they was making up for the foul that they called on Millsap down on the other end that wasn't a foul. Like, I felt like, you know how sometimes, and they'll never admit to this, that they'll give one away because they they messed up, they'll give back one. Yeah. I felt like that's what it was. But seeing him turn and run and complain. Disgusted, and, yeah. And then he, 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 did, he didn't know what to do because everybody else was getting fouls called on him. It was just Yo, like the sweet f- music best to part ears. was the four-letter network saying that the Atlanta Hawks, uh, they, they was giving home court advantage. Man, when? Like, I, I don't know what game they was watching. We, we, they gave up a twenty six point lead. That ain't got nothing to do with the refs. Um, even though they did blow some calls, but that that did feel good. It did feel good. Yeah, um, that reminds me. Who else gave up? A- I will say this: the the everybody should be concerned with the Cavs defense. Period. But unfortunately, they're not going to go up against a good offense until maybe the Celtics. Or Hawks and then even then, that's still yeah. You, or Wizards, like, it still presents not even the Wizards, but Celtics. Like they got to fix their defense. It is bad. You can't bank on scoring one twenty three and the other team scoring one sixteen. Not every not in night. the playoffs. Nah, not in the playoffs. I mean, it's just they're gonna have to make the adjustments and they're gonna have to make them right away. Yeah, because they they will get bounced, and then we got a free for all. It yeah. is, is anybody coming out of the East? Oh my God, I, I would I would lose my marbles if the Cavs lost. So here here here, let me let me just throw this, and I know you're gonna probably kick me out. We almost through. What if the Hawks made it to the finals and then blew a three one lead? Uh would it was you, so. It was. Would so, you be was, off of Atlanta for a while because it no, seemed like no, that would just be the trend. First the Falcons, then the Hawks. Like, nah, nah. I, I never. I'm Atlanta till the day I die. Okay, but that man. would hurt. It would hurt. Right. It would hurt. Um, especially I don't know because with this one we don't have as much expectations. I knew last year was special for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, I just saw it. Like they just right. had something. 
But um, with the Hawks, it would be unexpected. It'd be a little unexpected. Okay. okay. I, I just don't see it just because they're – but, man. I'm telling you, if Dwight Howard ever wants to fix his legacy – I ain't even talking about with the NBA. You bring a champion to Atlanta, you'll never leave here. We love you to Brad, die. Shower you with roses man, walking down. What? Oh, is that Dwight? Here you go. Dwight ain't got to do nothing. He can go back to his immature self, <laughs> and we will love him. Um, but I just, I don't think he has that in him. The the I'm I'm Dwight Howard, and I can go take this game over. I don't think he has that. He in him might, anymore. here's the thing. We when have we seen him in? Again, he's he's he has matured the last couple of years. Um, but when have we seen him in a championship situation, a do or die situation like that? It's been a while since Orlando. Right. So if you know, and we playing what if here, but if the Cavs lose, who knows what might click, what might switch on in his head. I wanted to switch on now. You do, but Because I, you know what? He's the key factor against the Cavs. Because they have nobody for him. Tristan Nobody. Thompson. Tristan Kardashian ain't doing nothing against the White uh, House. Right. He, he did all his damage against Al Horford. Okay, let's move on. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. The shade. The shade. This man was just a hawk. Like you see you see this? I know, and I still miss him. I do. Oh, so is that what this I is? I still miss Al Horford. So is this fake hate or fake love? Which one? I think it's a little of both. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he can catch free smoke though. Like he left. <laughs> You get some free smoke. All right, man. Um, real quick question, man, because I thought about this. Somebody asked me this. Has the triple-double become watered down? No, not at all. It's become watered down for me. Why? Like, I love what uh, Russell Westbrook did. I love what James Harden do it. But the the notifications on my phone, just triple-double, triple-double. Here's the thing. You're the, not, you're not going to see this next year. You're going to be you're going to be you're going to be looking for it next year. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so. Yeah. It's become so normal for this this season. Yes. Watered down. Yeah, because it's like, oh, okay, enough of it. But next year, you're not gonna. You're not gonna have see, it like that. Put like this. It's watered down for me because it's always points, rebounds, assists, points, rebounds. Assists. You'd like to see it generated a different way. Oh yeah, give me some maybe some numbers. steals, some some blocks. Oh yeah, give me points, rebounds, and steals. Give me that Draymond Green triple double. I love Draymond Green's triple double. So it's not that it's become watered down. You're tired of seeing it from who you're seeing it from. No, I'm just tired of seeing it the same way. Just points, rebounds. Right, like you're tired of seeing it that way. Points, rebounds. I got assists. you. Like I want to see, I want to see somebody do pull the Draymonds. Like I said, Draymond Green. I can't remember, but this year he almost had a quadruple double. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, and it was barely points. Like I want to say he had like ten points, but he oh, had. So what the, are we talking? Block steals and assists. He had block steals and assists. No, he had steals, rebounds, assists. He didn't have enough steals. Okay. But he almost had a quadruple double. Wow. Like, I want to see that. I'm just a little overseeing the points, rebound, assists. Points, rebound, assists. I can get a double double if they, you know, let me get 10 <laughs> fouls. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying with that because you, you're seeing it so much. Yeah. Something just, that used to be so hard to obtain. They doing, Russell Westbrook has made it something he can do every night, just about. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I got But it's beautiful that. when it, what he's doing. I mean, he's doing it. Leading the league in points, that's crazy. Like, like, I mean, that man got a triple double and then would have put a dagger in in Denver's heart. And then what people don't realize, Denver was playing for their playoffs. They was on the edge. They what was. Did he at say? Eight. He said no. He he closed the door. <laughs> like, oh, uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll like, smash it. Nine. I see, and again, that is why. Just to you know, jump back to it. That's what makes you an MVP. That's what MVP. That killer. That killer. I think that showed it. Like other team, like other guys, they they dribble that ball out. What yeah. do you say? Nah, bro. I'm I'm gonna murder you on your. What court. was that? A Sunday? Was that a Sunday or Saturday? Mm-hmm. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. That was a great day of NBA. I hadn't cared about the NBA that much since the the, the Hawks beating the Cavs. Uh, uh, that dagger. I think it was another um, uh, buzzer beater. Like it was crazy. You that know what cr- that day reminds me of? What was that? The day the 08 Celtics won the championship. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Is it? Great day. All right. Let's move on. Bruh, All right, but okay. So, so much hate so, over so, here. So here's what we picked. We picked the Warriors, Clippers. We split on the Thunder Rockets um, and Spurs. We said Celtics. We split on the Wizards and Hawks. Raptors and Cavs. I need y'all to give him some flack for not picking the hometown team. Like, no, I, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a basketball. I would like to say I'm a purist. Okay, I love the sport. So you you gonna rock with who's best? I got you. No, no, no. I'm gonna always rock for Atlanta. I'm gonna root for Atlanta. I'm gonna root for uh, the Bucks. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna root for the Jazz. But you know, with the Hawks, man, it just been too inconsistent. Now, if they continue this pace. Like, even if they go seven games here, I'm not impressed. It's still showing you inconsistent. Right. Now, if they go out to these Wizards and smoke them in five, we got a different Hawks team. Yes, 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 yes. But that's been shown from what we've seen all year. All right. I just don't know what I'm going to get. I just don't know what I'm going to get. Not, look, that's fair. I can't I can't even argue with that. That's You're right. Sometimes you, you get, oh, yeah, let's go out there and smoke somebody. And then sometimes you get – uh, we don't know what to do, Coach. <laughs> Even though I do want to see Celtics-Hawks, I think that'll no, be you the don't. best. No, you don't. That'll you don't. be the best matchup. You don't want to see that, though. That'll be the best matchup. You don't want to see your Hawks go down in four. Okay. Sweep. All right. Celtics running you the table. You sweep? Sweep. <laughs> Get the booms out. Sweep. <laughs> sweep. And look, I'm from a I'm from a town. I know what I know what three peats and sweeps are. Y'all might have a dust mop, but y'all not sweeping. Though. Right. We sweeping. All right. If y'all go against Atlanta, you're not sweeping. Okay. Okay. And nah. guess, guess who going to do it? Ooh. Big Al. Man, Al getting his shot stuffed. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we're going to end the show. We're going to get to our man law violation segment. Of course, that's a segment where we like to hold men accountable. Uh, this is all sports. We're going to talk <laughs> Chris Brown and Carucci. Bro, they still in the news. Come on, yes. man. Come um, on. So it's, it, it seems that Carucci is now dating Quavo from Amigos. Oh, um, they had him bougie. The rumor is Chris Brown is upset at it because he was pretty cool with the Migos. I don't know if any of this is true. Um, to be honest, it, Chris Brown raises his, his heart on his sleeve so much. He light skinned, bro. What you <laughs> mean? Like, like, I ain't even seen no post about this. Come on now. He's real open with this. He not that sub person. Oh yeah, bro. Bro, we'll make a video yeah. and let you know how he feels. Yeah, come on. I I don't I don't, I personally don't think it's true. But for the sake of discussion, um, if this whole situation is true, did Chris Brown or Quavo violate man law when it comes to rules around dealing with an ex or the friend of an or a friend's ex? I gotta counter that question with a question. How would Chris Brown have violated man law? If that was his get girl. mad, nah, he got mad. every right to get mad. Really, you think he got every so right look, to get we'll, mad? We'll, we'll start with Chris part. He got every, he didn't he didn't violate. He got every right to get mad. That's your that somebody you super cool with, bro. All right, 
How many of y'all know Mike's wife? Him and Mike and Nicole get divorced. I can't shoot no shot at Nicole. Gonna see these hands. Right. 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 That's like there's certain things you do and you don't do. But now if it was a lot of fake love, if they was just doing it for the camera, that that could be a question. I can see why it happened. But if we really, you know, if we really cool, you my boy, my dog, whatever you want to call it. That's off. That's off limits, especially with somebody I really cared about. Yeah, we know Chris and Carucci. They, you know, they got yeah, history. They really cared. Yeah, right. He like, really cared about her. So you got to you got to stay away from that at all costs. Even if she coming on to you, you got to hey chill. Like you know, you was my man's girl. Like I can't mess with you like that. So Chris, I don't feel like Chris violated. Like if if he's really upset, mm. if this is a real story, because yeah, he has a right to be upset. He has a right to be upset. But is it different because it's in the entertainment industry? Like they pass around the same chicks. They pass around the same chicks. When we're talking about girlfriends and stuff like that, that's a different story. They they in the we same not, girls. We're not talking about how many times right, you we, see the same chick. Black China, Amber Rose. Right. There, like, it's a di- the same circle. It is the same circle, but with Chris and Carucci, we knew it was a little different. We knew it was a little different. It's different with a lot of them. Nah. They didn't dated Rihanna. They, they just... The only person I would well, say. Well, first of all, everybody's dating Rihanna, even right. some of the women. So <laughs> The only person I would say Rihanna was different for was Drake. Like, Drake Drake get real emotional about Rihanna. He get real emotional. Yeah. Actually, he get real emotional about right, everything. everything. Like, but yeah. okay. But for Chris, I don't feel like Chris violated that. Like, it's just certain things you don't do. To your it, man, like okay, I'm with it. Like I, I, I got issue with that. Okay, so l- let's get off them. Okay, let's, let's just use them as a basis. What are the rules around it? Like, you got an ex. I, I do think man law says I'm not, I'm not touching it. Right. If you, if you real with the person, you're not touching it. But because it, it isn't there. There's a song that's gonna counter out, counter, uh, contradict my whole argument. But. The, the phrase on the song is "Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none." Yeah, right. But that gets cut off when we talking about my girl. Yeah, like they're, they're the ones we passing around is the ones we passing around. They in this box. But yeah, it's, it's my girl is over here. She's girl. off limits. Even when she's not forever? my girl no more, she's still off limits. Forever. Yeah, forever, bro. Like forever. We, like you said, I gotta, I gotta catch these hands about Nicole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta catch these hands. Right, like. I, there's certain things you just don't do. You don't address it. I will say this. I think that if you ask, you might get, you really get a want, pass. Okay, okay, hold on. I've asked a friend before. I had a friend one time. The girl, I was talking to the girl on the phone for a long time. Had no idea he ever had Dylan. See, but that's the thing. You ain't had no idea. But by the time you found out, was you already feeling her? Yeah. Right. That's but I went that. to I went and asked. Once you found out, you went and asked. Yeah, once I found out. That's circumstance. You can't do nothing about that. You didn't intentionally say, ha, ah, my dude broke up with her. Let me, you know, let me go shoot my shot, see what I can get. I do you really want situation like that. Do you really want to come behind your man? Like you know what your dude do. Like you know you know his get down. You really want to come I mean, behind even that? Then, I don't want to it's just too much. It's too much of an attachment. Like we're gonna be in the same circles, right? Like I can't, stuff. I can't take you around him. Yeah. Like if I'm if I'm with him all the time, I can't take you around. It's gonna him. be funny. Yeah. Like that that's issue. So you avoid that altogether. But most people don't. What they end up doing is they sneak around and then they get caught and then it's more issues. Like yeah, yeah, something no. like this. It's a it's an issue. 
especially with them being celebrities, you in the limelight, you in the public, what y'all doing behind closed doors or in private yeah. is never private. My thing is this too. Like, and, and like I said, I hold men accountable. I just have a question like Karuchi, you are a good looking woman. You're clearly talented because you win some awards for your acting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you can go and get plenty of men. Why do they have to be in the same circles? Right. Why? Mm-hmm. I asked the same thing about Khloe Kardashian. I, I'm sorry. Even Lamar to Tristan or Lamar to James then to Tristan. Why you got? Why you got to stay in basketball? Why? You could have jumped the football, soccer. It's a million Thank sports you. out there. Like we could have never heard of. Who- you could have got a D League dude if that was really the case. Like, if you really like basketball players, you could have got a D League. You stay dude. NBA. But now nah, you stay Why? with dudes that you know run together. Why? I don't. Why? Know, I don't. I don't want to question these women's intent. If Tristan Thompson gets traded to the Houston Rockets, huh? Oh my God! What? Uh, what? What are you gonna do? Uh, um, all right. Look, I'm not holding women accountable. I'm talking men. I'm talking men. I also think that men should get over your ex. Like, you can't hold and hankering over your ex. Dep- now, granted, Go off ahead. limits to your best friend, right? But I'm if, if you can't. Here's the thing. Everything. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not completely off limits. It may take some some real patience and discipline, maybe even some prayer and meditation on my part. But if my best friend is truly gonna make her happy, if I really care about her, I'm gonna want her happy. I'm gonna want to see her happy more than my uh, mm. my happiness. I'm not gonna want her miserable, and if that if my holding on or my attachment is making her miserable, the, the it will gentleman help you, you bow out. You it bow will help if you moved on, right? <coughs> it always helps when you've moved on already, right? Yeah, and see that's the thing. Like I'm married, I don't care what you do. Chris, Chris may be out here dipping and whatever he dipping in, but you still comment on her page, you still follow her. Y'all show up at the same events. You ain't tried to really move on from it. Yeah, Chris got to move on. Like, God, he got to move on. But again, he light skin. <laughs> you might have some light skin. Light listening. skin folks, y'all better defend yourselves. <laughs> y'all can't. Chris, yeah, Chris, really Chris can't. Been, not oh. with Chris. Chris been wilding for a minute. All right, so. Chris he, is cool, but Quavo. But it, and it really depends on. It depends on how close they were. Yeah, because Quavo might say, "Well, yeah, bro, like I, we was just, you know, I knew, bro, but like, I ain't really." And the crazy nothing. part is, to me, tell me if I'm wrong. If this is against man law, is worse because supposedly Quavo and Caruche are just a fling. It's not serious at all. Uh, that to me, that's worse. I'd yeah, rather that's you be in love with this girl. Like if you was in love with her, that's cool, bro. But you just. You running through my ex like, <laughs> and then you just gonna toss her out, bro? Like, nah, we got issues. Like, okay. you you gonna have to catch my hands just on that. Like I said, I don't know if this stuff is true. We can only um, go off what's reported. Yeah, and it's TMZ, and we know TMZ don't like Chris TMZ Brown. like the four letter network, bro. Like, yeah, they don't they don't even like Chris Brown. But I will say this is it's men, like we don't really date each other's exes if nah. we're friends. It, it just causes too much confusion, too much And I'm telling chaos. you, if you do, I guarantee you half those relationships between those two guys are kaput. Yeah. It's no longer the same. There's no coming back from that. Even after you get rid of, even after you and the uh, the woman might be done, your relationship is over. You can't just go back to hollering at your boy because he's looking at you different exactly. now. He's looking at you different. So, I mean, 
to avoid that situation, anything my man touch, I'm going to stay far away from. There's so many attractive, smart, intelligent women. You know, yeah. Bro, Come I was, on, man. When I was driving to- downtown yesterday, or was it, no, Tuesday, and I, my head was just on the swivel. I was like, oh, my my goodness, I wish I, I would have downtown. Moved. My head is never on the swivel. Hi, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole. <laughs> he has blinders on. They're they're marriage blinders. But for me, I I keep my head on the swivel. I'd be like, "Ooh, Mike, look! No, don't look! Don't look! I'll look for you." <laughs> but I mean, it's it's so many beautiful women out there. Why he, you gotta? You could have you could have got Karuchi's friend, Karuchi's sister, her homegirl. So like, yeah. But you didn't have to touch her. But. To, like you said, make matters worse. It's just a fling, so it's superficial. I just don't understand why they're recycling the same girls. I don't get it. Instagram is so huge; like you can search and find new women Bruh. and message them. It's, it's never been this easy in life. Ten new Instagram models born every day. Like, <laughs> every day, like, Brian. Uh, I know because I'm an Instagram. All thot. you got to do is search hashtag flat tummy t. You will find. Oh, you will find women. I don't understand why y'all still dating the same girls. I just don't get it. I think it's just laziness. They Jeez. feel like they they're already in that circle. They already know the environment. So somebody I recruit in new, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to break them in. Not break them in, please forgive me, ladies, but like condition them to the environment. You know, try and get them comfortable with being in the spotlight, being criticized, this, yeah. that, and the other. Whereas somebody like Karuchi or Black China or Amber Rose, they're used to that already. They've been in that environment. They know it. So it's easier to. Well, keep it low key. Shout out to Ludacris. Ludacris went out there and got him a doctor. And she bad. And she ain't in the limelight. You don't see her in the uh, in the, in the tabloids and blogs. You just don't. But you know what that is? How old is Ludacris? That's maturity. Yeah, Lud- Ludacris up there now. Right. Like Ludacris older than me, if I'm not mistaken. He he done matured. He done yeah. got past those days. We still, you know, we, you know, I'm not going to, I can't really talk about these men like that, but we still dealing with men that act like little boys sometimes. Yeah, Chris Brown, you got to grow up. You got to let it go. Like, and that's all it is. You just let, let it go. go bro. Move on, bro. Like, we all we all got one that got away. Like and it's going back to accountability. It was probably our fault. Yeah. Like it was probably our yeah. fault. We all got one that got away. You just gotta suck it up. She got away. You could be like Reggie Bush though, and go out and find you one that looked just, like look just like her. Just like. Did you? She looked just like him, and yeah. then his daughter looked just like Kim's daughter, Northwest. Yeah. Like they weird. put a split uh, split screen up, it's and weird. it was the same little girl, and I'm like. When you don't get over, you just go find one that look like her. But you got to let her go. Yeah, you got to let her go. Uh, Really quick before we end, give me a team that's not named Boston that is going to win the NBA championship. Oh, easy. San Antonio Spurs. Ooh, okay. I like that one. People sleeping on them. Like, I know your favorites are. are. Your favorites are the Cavaliers or Golden State Warriors. But you got to understand, Pop's system and how he does things. He has always been low-key. He has always been one of the premier, if not the best coach in the league for his time frame. And what he does is he, he – I like to equate him to another Boston team, the Patriots. He is like – Players him. come in. It's up likable. They, player, yeah, he's <laughs> much more likable. Players come in. They buy into the system. Yeah. They buy into what he says, They and they make it work. And yep. they, 
you're not gonna hear anything come out that pop then say all right y'all can you know yeah. he, he he controls the environment the way a coach is coach is supposed to and then that transitions into the players nice. so you know besides boston again if i had to just pick a team out there i put my money on san antonio nice uh i'm picking the warriors um they just for for a little while they was looking like they were struggling like they just the chemistry went there and then durant went out and then durant came back in and it looked like he finally meshed back in and it's, it's looking very scary I tell you what. Very scary again. With that, uh, and it's something, you know, because I haven't been on the show in a minute, I like the pickup they made when he got hurt, Matt Barnes. So you got, you got, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Donkey. Draymond Green. You got Draymond Green already. Mm -hmm. That's an agitator. But now you got this old school, just thug. And that's what Matt Barnes don't, don't, is. Don't, don't disrespect the original thug on this team. Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt Barnes, <laughs> Matt Barnes does it in a whole nother level. I, I will say this. I think no matter what, um, I'm pretty much putting my money on the fact the Cavaliers will not be repeating this champion. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. I, I just don't, don't like your, I don't like their defense. And if they meet up with the Warriors, if, I don't think, think you ain't got to worry about them blowing 3-1. Hey, if Y'all they know. do it, if they do it, hats off to them. But it I just, just doesn't – I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm sorry. I just don't. Not the way they're playing right now. Not the way they're looking right now. All right, man. That is the show. Um, of course, you can always find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram for HomeVet Advantage Sports Talk on Facebook. You can search us out. My boy, TJ, support him. He is a travel agent. Man, wherever y'all want to go. We do cruises, hotels, vacation packages at all. Um, and we, we like to do it with a touch of service. You know, I'm real personable. I make sure you get the vacation you want. I appreciate Mike being able to let me shout it out, give me a little exposure. But you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Red Eye Travel Club. Or you just personally search um, the hashtag uh, pound R-E-T-C, which is the initials or pound red eye travel club either way i'm gonna pop up you're gonna see my face just you know message me and i get you hey, where you want to go that's serious like i get good deals dealing with this man like, oh yeah and i'm not gonna mark up your commission I yeah don't, i ain't gonna run you through the roof because i want you to repeat with me yeah so legit y'all looking to take flights you know, girls, if you're getting flown out, it's only a one-way ticket. Get your other one-way ticket through my boy TJ. And then you a good deal. I got something else for you. I got condos. So some, you know. Are you doing I, condos now? Yeah. Well, what I, what I mean is we get the timeshares or I'll get the yeah. timeshares. And then I'll get those for a flat rate for a whole eight days, seven nights. And I'm not charging you through hey, the man, roof. Listen. So let me just give you a little example. I could get you out Dominican Republic for under $600. Two bedroom, sleep six people for the full week. Just mess with me. I, I definitely take care of you. That's hey, listen. Follow my boy. I'm telling you, that's here. Like, even if y'all just you just need to take one little flight. Go ahead. I look out my man. He's a legit travel agent. All right. Uh as y'all are can always, you know you can find us, man. For home fit advantage, man. We're trying to do some big things. I got some people that I want to have on the show soon. Uh, some older guests, some actual sports writers, some actual writers. Um, and, I'm, I'm, man, I'm just out here doing what I want to do, man, if you want me to be honest with you. Y'all enjoy the NBA playoffs, uh, and I'm ready for the Falcons' this season to start back.
pretty much. Bring back NFL season. All right, man, I'm going to holler. Yeah, that's going to be the next hashtag. <laughs>